And we're back at the celebration. This theater. is amazing. Clap the for yourselves. Yeah, we're, we're, we got a, oh, we have oh, some friends here. Uh, this is the comedy couch with Dennis Hensley and Tony Tripoli. And uh, uh, as I said last time, normally I'm all the way in the left ear and Dennis is in your right ear. But what are we doing to the, our couch potatoes tonight, Dennis? I think we're coming at them from all angles. We're ear fucking them. We totally are. Your head is yes. being gang banged uh, by Dennis and I. I believe, we're is spit the term. roasting your skull. Yeah. So uh, previously we had George Konsiopoulos on the last, last week, a week ago. Remember that was, way back. God. Wow. That was and here delightful. we are all again. Um, something like that. I just saw a movie at the Arclight, Hope Springs, with Meryl Streep. I say thumbs down. I enjoyed it. Really? Well, first of all, I liked that it wasn't a super. She wasn't a superhero. It's one she of wasn't my a favorite TV show. It's she was my, just. It was just a movie about yeah. grownups in the world. It's one of I my favorite that. actors and Tommy Lee Jones. So he's better than she is. But he's such a dick. Didn't but he, he plays okay. a good. I th- I thought he was better than she was. Although they were both great, but mm-hmm. I liked it. But here's what I want to talk about. Have you guys been to the ArcLight since they started showing these? Annoying. Um, Tenth ArcLight, anniversary. But they're like people that work in the business talking yes. about how much they love ArcLight. I love to come to the ArcLight because the image is crisp. They're just Hollywood assholes. I've seen two different ones. The second one wasn't as bad. It was like Cal Penn and people with a sense of humor. But a lot of times you're looking at them going, those Hollywood, what a bunch of Hollywood assholes. They know how hard I worked on this and they make it pristine. And I feel like their, their yeah. message is wrong because I feel like the people that go to the Arclight are a lot of people struggling to make it or whatever and they don't want to be reminded that that other guy worked on The Matrix or whatever and he's kind of a dick and he's talking about the Arclight. Well, and also I don't want you to talk about how you really, I need to hear fucking Ghostbusters 2 in Dolby Surround Sound. Yeah. And that's why I come to the Arclight. They, they, do it, they make the movie that we intended to make. And the one that really annoyed me is there's one where Aisha Tyler is in it. I like Aisha Tyler a lot. Okay, though. then this is where the... Yeah. This is where we're off and running. Because okay. she, she goes, you know, I love coming to the Arclight. You know, I live in the neighborhood. I'm not going to tell you my, adre- my address. Like, we're going to see this thing and, and go rape her at her house. <laughs> Fuck you, Aisha Tyler. I don't need to know your address. Oh, it made me, it was so, I live in the neighborhood. I love coming to the yard, but I'm, I'm not going to give you my address. Fuck you. I don't want your address. I'm I am really very mad. conflicted because I love Aisha Tyler, and I thought her little video was charming, but I also love anything that makes you so mad that it makes you scream, fuck you. I'm so mad. So I Did you feel see the like, same one? Yeah, me? I saw it with Tom Ford and I went and saw the campaign. Yeah, okay. Uh, so you saw Friday the IT And we that saw was... the Aisha Tyler one and I thought, I just, everything about her just enchants me. I just love her so much. I think she's smart and clever and charming and funny and just black and great. I just love her. And But then you have this whole other take on it, but then you are the grumpy one. That's true. So, well, I wrote an award show for Movie Lion a few years ago, like the Breakthrough Awards or whatever, and she was the host. And she was cordial. She was nice. But I wrote all the, the pattern, all the intros and stuff. And then that morning, she got up at 5 and rewrote everything, and which was fine. I didn't mind, but it was something – it was very like – the overachieving valedictorian girl that does everything good, mm. but yet you don't really like her. I don't know why, but you don't. And that's kind of my take. Well, you don't. I don't. But, you no, know. No, I love it. Look, I love anytime you don't like anyone, I even if it's I me. I have a thing on her. I just love when you don't I like have, something because you always like everything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to tell you my address. <laughs> When you go to the Arclight and you see that one, well, maybe we can have maybe we can have the autumn of Aisha hating. Oh, all right. 
that right. would be a theme I might be able to, because you know I don't like the themes, but even though yeah. I love Aisha Tyler, I yeah. might be okay with that theme. So, yeah, I just. Oh, and I want to talk about something with the Olympics. Have you watched very much of the Olympics? The closing ceremonies are happening as we speak, and I know. the Spice Girls already did a number. And I'm sorry, if the Spice Girls reunion doesn't want to make you, if that doesn't make you want to do drag, like, just for one night. Who would you be? I don't even care who I would be. I would be any of them. But it's like, mm. fucking, I need, Dennis, I need to spice up my life. I've been saying. Yes. But, but anyway, the, the thing about, I don't watch a lot of sports, but inevitably oh, there's really, a, not no. with a feather. There's a sporting event that... <laughs> There's a sporting event that happens, and then there's the interview afterwards. And it's like, and the thing about the interviews is nobody ever says anything remotely surprising. So how did it feel to win? It felt great. What did you think when you were crossing the finish line? I'm thinking, I crossed the finish line. <laughs> oh, you, yeah. you, you, you underperformed tonight. How, what were you thinking? Yeah. I was just thinking that I was underperforming. It really seemed like you came in tonight's event like you really wanted to win. I, it's because I really wanted to win it. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody ever says. That's why the fuck I flew to London. Ask me, ask me what I was thinking when I won. What were you thinking right in that moment as you won? For some reason, I was thinking about Sherilyn Finn from Twin Peaks. Really? That See, is if somebody would say something like that, it would be interesting. Ask me what I was thinking. What were you thinking when you lost? When you, when you came in you just what? behind what I you I was thinking? thinking about a panda fucking a jar of peanut butter. That's why I lost. I know it. I do this all, this happens to me, this is my curse. I'm about to win, and I'm like, I can fucking, I'm about to break the tape with my chest, and then I think about that panda fucking a jar of peanut butter, and I just slow down, because I like, I'm stuck with the panda fucking, and oh, I shouldn't have gotta quit doing, I need a new coach. Yeah. But nobody ever, and we're going to bring up our guest who watches more sports than we do, and I think she might have insights about this. Because I feel like you're watching the interview, you, you're invested because it just happened, they have to do it, but then you're watching it and then nobody ever really says anything But you know who had the best interview? Who? And this I got from Melissa Rivers today, because you know, she's a full-on sports fan. Yeah, she likes like, sports. Like, she's so into sports, you think she probably looked a puss. At least once. Like, she's tried it. Because she's a major sports fan. And she, um, she said that of, uh, she loves the lady that's doing the late night on NBC, who I thought was a lesbian, but she's not. Do you know the woman I'm talking about? Yeah. The, what's her name? Mary uh, something. Mary Snatch. I don't even know what it is. But it's Mary something, and she's, like, super manly. And a birth, but she, like, has two kids. And I'm like, well, you know, you can eat a pussy and have two kids, Melissa. But I don't need to diagram this right now. What was your story? And she says that Ryan Seacrest had the best interview because he's the only one that said to Michael Phelps, what do you think about Ryan Lochte, you know, trash talking you and saying like, oh yeah, his time is over and I'm the new breed and I'm the new, the next guard. And um, he's the only person that got uh, Michael Phelps to sort of drop that sort of glossy. He doesn't really look at you when he, when you interview him, he kind of just looks down at his big feet. And um, he, he looked right at secrets and he goes, you know what? I do my talking in the water. And it was apparently, I don't watch sports, but apparently it was, I mean, I saw the Spice Girls moment, but it was apparently riveting. Yeah. And Melissa was like, that was the best moment of any interview in all the Olympic thing. That's interesting. But can we just please talk about that Korean that won the gold medal on the vault? I don't know who it is. I want to do him dirty. Like, What would I, that mean? It, he wouldn't just, clean? Huh? I want to do things to him, Dennis, yeah. that would wake you up in the middle of the night wow. because we're both being so loud. Right. And I know we share a wall, but you know what? You can fucking deal with it. Yeah. Because 
I'm fucking you should a gold get a gold medalist. medal for yeah. silence for 15 years. <laughs> I've had like I remember somebody staying over one time before yeah. you lived there that was louder than all you've ever been ever. And I know you are having plenty of. Yeah. You're quiet as my point. I took somebody's ass cherry last weekend, and then after they, in the afternoon, which really feels undignified to do it, to take somebody's butt cherry at like three in the afternoon, and then be like, well, you need to leave. Like, I have plans tonight. I'm going to a movie with Tom Ford. Get the fuck out. That seems, even for me, Did he want to be held or anything? Was he vulnerable? He got held enough. And, um... I think, that's I, mean? the name of, I think that's the name of uh, Look, the podcast. I'll, I will hold you till the bleeding stops, and then you need to fucking hit the bricks. <laughs> what so was stupid. it like? What was it like? It was really tight. And but what so, was it, what, um, was it no. a trip? Did you feel a Yeah, I was of ashamed of myself because I was like, I'm way too old for this. I shouldn't be taking anyone's virginity. Period. Like those was days ready? are fucking far behind me. Was he and vulnerable? Was he like ready to? This needs to happen. You know happen? what I'm talking about. You met I him. I think and I then do. We went to Chevy's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well. I then... fucked him in the ass and then I took him to Chevy's. I didn't even take him somewhere good. That is you know somewhere I mean? good. Like, no, that is somewhere really good. But if I fuck you in the ass, you should at least get to go to the Ivy or right. see, like you get to see somebody famous. But, you know, we just went to fucking saw Ernesto, the fucking manager that's yeah. been there, who's blonde now, by the way. And let me just say, if you're a 60-year-old Mexican, don't go blonde. It's not going to work. You're not, it's very, it was like Maybe very... it was in keeping with this theme. You don't know what his theme was for the summer. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, I want to go back to the dude. D- what, d- was it... Mm-hmm. What do you want to know? Was he vulnerable about it? Did I you feel thought like that the reason he that he was willing to drive all the way from Riverside was because he partic- he wanted me specifically to help him cross that right, which I think is awesome. When did you know that that was the situation? And then before he g- even got there, after we did it the first time of two times. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Uh, um, he was like, oh, I've never done that before. You just took my cherry. He told you afterwards. Yeah. Wow. And I was like, well, let's put it back in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean your cherry. Let's put it back. I don't want it. I don't want to take it. Did you literally hear? I've got plenty. Did you hear that? The question is, <laughs> did you hear that? No, I did not. All right. Well, then Let's I bring our guest up. This is too I good. I don't think she wants to follow yeah. this. She she's a writer on Happy Endings. She's a very funny performer. She's my delightful friend. She used to co-host Radio with a Twist with me. Mm-hmm. And she's Jackie Clark. Yay, Jackie Clark is here. <laughs> Jackie is wearing summer cork heel wedge shoes. And you're looking a, live. And a thank you. And a little Great. short jean jacket jean jacket she's drinking a period and her tits are banging <laughs> yeah. tits are a great crowd for that yeah, yeah. Ah, my tits are out I can't believe that guy lives in Riverside <laughs> who lives in Riverside yeah. <laughs> I can't get anyone in any of these area codes really I'm literally in the 909 now that's where my life is <laughs> I'm in the 909 that's yeah where my, I need to spice up my life I took a virginity in college I knew a guy who was a virgin and I was like you can't graduate a virgin i'll have sex with you <laughs> that's really nice it Where was i think that should be tax deductible like i feel like it was like a generous thing on my part were you played by susan sarandon <laughs> <laughs> that's something she would do in a movie no right? i was played by a chunky 22 year old me in a guatemalan sweater like Aww. i went to school in new hampshire i was 
Well, maybe are pathetic looking, like just horrible looking. Did you have two eyebrows or one? I always had one eye, two eyebrows. I was always yeah, like I a good plucker. Thank you. I, that. I was using moisturizer and SPF already. Like I had, but I was always in like a clog. And then I was just like, done. I'm done. I'm done. I can't. Yeah. I need to be female. First of all, Jackie Clark did Elizabeth Taylor last week at the Mismatch Game. Oh, it was so fun. Killed oh, you're so nice. Killed My it. impression is not an impression. Yeah. Down here. There you go. Was just I too loud? Little, yeah, just sort of monitoring the levels. That's okay. good. That's good. You don't need to be too close. Okay. But you were on fire last week. Oh, you're so With sweet. your ad libs and all the rest. What no I, one likes my age jokes. What I love. No one liked your age jokes <laughs> at the like- Gay and Lesbian Center? <laughs> no. I don't. I, that doesn't track for me. Of course, I was doing AIDS jokes earlier. <laughs> and we're at the Celebration Theater, so I guess I can't be. Uh, but I feel like tested. Elizabeth Taylor has a little bit of a license. I thought she like basically made like. But she was the first one. She invented she's the it. first one. She, she invented to, AIDS so she yeah. could save everyone. She should do as um, many jokes as she wants. I went there. Yeah. Yeah. So she can joke about I it. I think. I think AIDS was her. It was imagine <laughs> that and white diamonds and a lot of fucking food. Yeah, but you, you, what I love about your your take on Liz Taylor is that she's back. She's down from heaven. She's down from heaven. Heaven's great. Heaven's great. <laughs> and yet she's still really pissed off about something. <laughs> and it never made sense what she was so angry about. She's so angry. She's so angry. She's so love- angry. Or is she just hungry? She's angry and hungry. Well, one thing too about. Um, about that crowd at um, the Gay and Lesbian Center is you and I, you know, obviously love the gays, but it's like that's a tougher crowd for for a for a fish. You know what I mean? Like it's a tougher crowd. Like a gay guy will say something, and everyone and and not to say that there are people that you know. I'm not just saying like you're gay, so people will laugh at you. But it's like I have to tell a great joke. If I tell a good joke, they're like. That's so interesting. You know, you and I'm that. like, if I tell a great joke, they're like, all right, fish. Uh, I'll give you that. I will. I have to disagree with you. I think that the the gay audience has become astonishingly sensitive. It's annoying. Regardless of what venue, though. Except this crowd. Me likey. Well, <laughs> One, two, three, four. Yeah. There's six people six here. Six people. Six of the six of the worst people in Los Angeles. Yeah, exactly. Or Riverside, Riverside, Riverside yeah. is Riverside here. No, please. You think I, I wouldn't be talking into this mic? Uh, be jamming it up his ass. But um, turns out he likes it. And so yeah. um, thank you for telling me to pull this away from my mouth. Yeah, it's just knowing that that happens here. You want to see a picture of him happens. naked? Yes. Okay. Which one? The cherry pop person? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to let you guys... That is a little crazy that he didn't tell you that up top. But maybe he was afraid mm. that it wouldn't have happened and he needed it to happen. It's like getting a credit card and you're like, my interest rate's like 10%. And then you read the fine print and you're like, 38%. Well, that's his, that's his dick. <laughs> oh, that's a good... That's, that's a, a good dick. That's a really good dick. Right, who's holding it? He is. I like his ring. Well, <laughs> that's sad. <laughs> oh, wait, let's see. <laughs> That's cute. That's cute. He's cute. Yeah. He is very young with that yeah. phone. Can I case. just tell you? I Do went you know what I did? What? Fucked him in the ass. <laughs> Twice. Next story. Um, I went on an OK Cupid coffee date, first mm-hmm. coffee date, or as I like to call it, OK Cupid mm-hmm. today. OK and Cupid. He was perfectly nice, and uh, maybe I'll see him again. I don't know. But I was saying um, he was 50. And I said, uh, so what do you think of Romney picking Paul Ryan as his VP? Oh, I have thoughts on that. And he's like, um, 
He goes, yeah, I don't really, I just think, I don't really follow politics. He didn't, he would <laughs> follow politics. Okay, he was get rid of this old yeah. asshole. I just thought that was yeah. It's a not a big bragging thing. It's like, I just don't read books. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. I just thought it was kind of, like, I don't know what that it's means. It's not a, I don't, it's not great that that's become okay. People are like, I'm just yeah. not into politics. Or, but then they also have, like, well, they're all just, you know, corrupt, and they're all, it's all rigged. It's even all if fed. you say that, even if you say if they're all the same, there are certain, like, civil rights issues, like women's yeah. rights or gays right, gay rights well, that gay are, like, rights. gay rights. Yeah, not so much women, but yeah. Well, but it's like, I want to get an abortion. I want to get an abortion, like, brunch. Oh, I, I want it when I want it. <laughs> And let me just go on record. I'm sorry. I am sorry. <laughs> I would like to go on record as saying I desperately want you to have an abortion. <laughs> really, more than anything. And yeah. I could if someone here would fuck me, but that's not going to happen here. No, it's not. That's my burden. That is my <laughs> yeah. burden. No, but that I, shit does piss me off. That well, I, I just thought off. it was like, because I, 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 you know, it's it was, it was, it had just happened. It was fresh. We could talk sling. about it, and that just. Yeah, but it was great date talk. P.S. That's a great thing to bring up on date. It was fresh and yeah, new. Totally. And to me, I think it's the most interesting thing Mitt Romney's ever done in this campaign. Absolutely. I was like, oh, I'm in. This is interesting. Okay. Yeah. Paul Ryan doesn't believe in global warming. I know. All right. So already it's I like, know. well, my seven-year-old niece understands that. Yeah. So that's already it's a problem. It's pretty crazy. And she's in is, Phoenix where she can fry an egg on the sidewalk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks to global warming. Yeah. And I get it. She. Uh, okay. Against gay marriage. Yeah. Doesn't like homosexuality. 100% is wrong yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Named his daughter. Oh, I saw your tweet. I love this. Liza. Liza. You're not oh, allowed. I, You're I not allowed. Liza. He was at and the then, ball last night. And then someone asked him, ago. apparently he has like this insane <laughs> workout routine. Like he's notorious. Yeah, he does um, for TRX, whatever that is. Oh, on the hill yeah. in the, like, the senator's gym yeah. or the congressman's gym. 6 a.m. every day. And he says, yeah, I have a really fierce workout routine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. You don't get to use the word fierce no. in describing your no. workout yeah. routine when your daughter's name is Liza. Yeah. Not with that head of hair. Not yeah. with that head of hair. I'm like, I have to call it on as a whole, as an idea. Yeah. There's a, a lot wrong with him. Yeah, there's a lot wrong with you him. You should be angrier at him than you should at Aisha Taylor. No. I think that she, I, I think, lo- I'm with Tony. When you hate someone, it is like a Sunday morning abortion. It is oh. the most charming thing. Oh. <laughs> I just, it just, it, like, you're sitting there at the article, you just want to watch a movie, and then she accuses you it's sort of coming worst. to And I like her, but it is... to roofie her? Yes. <laughs> All of those are the worst, because most of the brags about the arc light are like, you know, they put the right sound with the right picture. You're just like, no shit, they play the fucking movie. Yeah. Like, it's so... Yeah, it's insane. I think it's hitting a wrong note. I it's think it's totally, hitting a wrong note. And it's so clear, like, that most of the people that are doing it are, like, fourth ADs or, like, yeah. grips and stuff. And then it's like, Aisha Taylor and then our Tyler and Cal Penn and you're yeah. like someone's agent needs to be fired right. and you wonder <laughs> if they got free movies for life or what's in it for them there's got to be something they were certainly told yeah 
you know, Brad and Angie's going to do it. Yeah. And Tom and Katie, you know, yeah. God rest their souls. Tom like, and Katie be, Klein. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then it turns out that, no, it was no. really just you, Aisha. Yeah. Yeah. You, were you, Aisha. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. you were the big get. We did get that lady that did the uh, the costumes for Crossroads. Yeah. <laughs> we got her to comment. And she's an Arclight member. Yeah. She's a member. Yeah. Yeah. She's a member. We couldn't use her. She was high on meth the whole time, <laughs> but she came. She came. So Jackie and I are theater buddies. We like mm-hmm. to go to the theater together. Mm-hmm. And we and sit in the back. And yeah. sit in the back. We do the Gold Star room. We do the Gold Star We're not, Oh, but we didn't have to go to Memphis alone. Oh, <laughs> do you even know what she's talking about? I just I, saw that you tweeted about my it. My date to Memphis on Thursday night. The city or the musical? <laughs> my date to the musical Memphis of the yeah. Pantages canceled at 7.25. No. Is he dead to you? show. Did he have a good reason or is he dead to you? There, well, yes. Uh, he's dead, he's to, dead me. to me. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, and Mexican. Mm-hmm. And please say blonde. So you please know I'm blonde. really generous. <laughs> generous with the Mexicans, but no, he. Yeah, it's done. It's, it's done. done. That's tough. Pantages is a tough place to be alone. Oh God, it was a little embarrassing. Yeah, um, not as embarrassing as seeing Hope Springs, but <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. I went to the theater the weekend that Hope Springs opened, and I was like, I have not seen more khaki cargo shorts oh, in God. one location. So many pleated yeah. Oh, yeah. And just chapstick, no yeah. lipstick. I love it. Guys, you're really projecting this a week ahead, because I'm like, it's this weekend. <laughs> and you really did that smoothly. Mm, I know. I'm wow. Once we create an illusion, you stick with it. <laughs> but our favorite show, we like Chai char- like Horse. Oh my God! It's not called Chai Horse. Horse. No, so. it's Chai Horse because well. at the Dorothy Chandler the Pavilion, oh the Amundsen, yeah. is a four dollar chai that you can uh, pre-order so you can pick up during intermission. That has Which changed. Which PS is what I do with my champagne? <laughs> well, like we a do normal with chai. person. <laughs> so we go to Follies and we're like intermission and we're like, we're like, oh that chai looks good. We get a chai and we're just. It's fucking life-changing. It's life-changing. Well, you get one, and then you're like, you can have a sip because the lime is too long. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, it was the most delicious thing. And yeah. by the way, you you write a hit network mm-hmm. television show. Mm-hmm. Get your own fucking child. <laughs> All right? You don't need to be sad, longing, like, for the price of a cup of coffee a day, Jackie Clark can get her own goddamn child. Like, Right. Oh, she did the next I time. I did next but time. That was the lesson learned. But now every show has chai in the title. I'm sitting there at intermission. Like where you get, you don't even focus on the act one ending number because you're right. just thinking. I, chai, chai, I'm chai, going chai, to chai, see chai. chai Poppins in a oh, couple weeks. Oh, are you going to see Chai Poppins? Are you? Yeah. Is it good? Did you know. see Warhorse? Would you? Did you? I did. What'd you think? I bought it hook, line, and sinker. Really? And you know I don't do that so often. You but don't because was, we had a big discussion at Follies where the guy was like, right. bah. Bah. And Dennis and I were in, and you were like, no, like, no, uh-huh. no. Give him pneumonia mm-hmm. and put him on a life machine and let me pull the Well, we couldn't have loved Follies more, yeah, unless, well, it was chai. unless it was uh, chai. Uh, Warhorse, though, my eyes were about to roll out of my head onto the floor. Right. But again, where are my seats? They're better. Row B. Yeah. So we also I could pet the chai horse anytime mm-hmm. I fucking you mean Joey to. Joey yeah. the horse everyone wanted to yeah <laughs> you know what I could have taken Joey's ass cherry if I would but <laughs> for like ten dollars extra <laughs> Joey was the Angelina Jolie of horses so. oh my god was. everyone was Everybody ate shit for Joey was inferior to Joey yeah every other horse was like. <sighs> Like a shame. A shamed horse. Yeah. yeah. The point is, if you go to the Amundsen, do yourself a favor. Treat yourself. <laughs> Have a try. Oh God. <laughs> Fucking treat yourself. It's so good. It is so the good. The Amundsen is one of the 
few places left where the urinals are like so close together yeah. that you almost blow the guy next to you just inadvertently. How do you pee? Like real hunched over? Like you're what are seriously, we doing? Seriously, you're standing there and you're standing there and you're holding your penis and your shoulder is literally touching the man next to you. Like drink that in, Jackie. There's I no, don't have to. There's I, only maybe eight inches of space between the two urinals. And it's mostly an older set, right? Yeah, and they don't pee so easy. What's going to happen with, to theater when all the old people die? Theater will end. It's true, right? Yeah. Theater, not, not here at the celebration. Theater will, mm-hmm. Starting with this one. Theater will end. <laughs> no. This is the final I, night I of the, the celebration. I got the GPS map. Yeah. It's starting with this one. Yeah, But nonsense. it does make me sad because I'm like, oh my God. I'm. It also makes me excited because I go to the theater and I'm like, I'm the youngest person here by yeah. a 30. Yeah. Yes. It's awesome to go to the Amundsen and be a hot piece of ass. Oh, no yeah. kidding, right? Yeah. Yeah. That older gay set at the Amundsen is pretty cute. Yeah. It, there's a lot of jauntily tight sweaters. <laughs> when it's inappropriately warm outside. Yeah. But I always wear a sweater to the theater. You never know. Now, Jackie, you are a writer on Happy Endings. I am. Mm. How much is writing on a show like that like we saw it on the Dick Van Dyke show when they worked on the Alan Brady show? And oh, they, were, yeah. they were really cool. And, and, and uh, add-on question, are you Rosemary? Yeah. <laughs> First of all, is it in black and white? First of all, our writer's room is in black and white. I love um, it. Mm-hmm, it's mostly male. Um, it's, I'm now, I'm trying to, I'm like, oh, how much of the Dick Van Dyke show have I seen? I'm like trying to remember. How the, much, what is it like? It's a lot of it's a lot in a group. Like I know on Fashion Blues, it's a lot. Like you pitch all together, mm-hmm. um, but it's a lot of like you kind of start with like what's called Blue Sky, which is like you know you come in, in the beginning of the season and you're like I think it'd be funny if Penny did this. And that's right called for, Blue Sky. It's called Blue Sky. And that's a great that. name. writing we for a TV show, like the secret of writing for a TV show is you can pitch anything and it's a story. You're like. Um, Dave gets a hair gel that he had in the 90s that he really liked. And you're like, that kind of is a story. You know, yeah. like you can be like, uh, Jane finds a new scone she likes. Like you're just like, any idea is a story. So then you just start saying like, oh, we think these three things would be funny together. So you, you maybe come back from your hiatus. Mm-hmm. And the first thing you do is everyone just pitches broad stroke concepts. Yeah. And like last year we ended like with some thrust with like Brad lost his job and like Alex and Dave had gotten back together. So there was some story that we, it wasn't just like completely a hundred percent. You had some threads to pick yeah, up. Yeah, we had some threads to pick up. But then, yeah, and you kind of map out the first six episodes and then I kind of love, because when you, it's called breaking a story, like yeah. literally like breaking the will of a story into submission. It's like a dirty, hot, like yeah. concept. You look at every possible, well, if, he likes the scone, then this could happen. But yeah. He hates the scone. Yeah, and then this. there has to be a conflict, and you know there has to be some sort of like emotional resonance in most of the stories, and and then yeah, and so you you and break you it all out. Story and a B story and a C story for each episode. More more or less, yeah. Our like our scripts get really bloated, so sometimes we try to do like the episode that I'm writing with my writing partner on the show is sort of a um, it's like a big A story, a B story, and then like a C story kind of picks up halfway through that's connected to the A story. So you kind of because having three distinct stories, this yeah. is so boring. I know no, it's not. Right. So after you blue sky. Mm-hmm. Then the story, the actual individual episodes get assigned. Yeah, and you get into a room. So you'd have like six or seven people in a room, and we'd be breaking Tony's story. And Tony's story is, you know. I took that guy's cha- ass chair. Yeah, so the ass cherry thing. So it's like we probably want to start in Riverside. We want to end at Chevy's. We want to end at Chevy's, as <laughs> all great, you know, the way that. The B story. To kill a mockingbird arced. Um, 
that's my at life. Riverside and my life. My life has made many people commit murders, yeah. actually. So yes, it's not. Um, but so you get assigned this story, and mm-hmm. then you have to write everybody's lines for 22 minutes of television. Mm-hmm. Just you with a partner. Yeah, I end up. I, I I got paired up with someone, but a lot of people do it on their own. And but by the time you go off on script, you've ha- like you've done like a ten page like single space outline. Kind of the writing is almost the easy part of it. You just want to make sure everything tracks. And but you've done so, so much work up to it. Into the story that you've already beat out. Yeah, and then you you know the higher ups read it, and then you do a big rewrite. You know, and some of it'll be like, oh, this is too much story. Like our script can't be smaller than thirty five page it, it needs to be 29 maybe we'll drop a story and we'll do this you know we've had things where like at the last second actors drop out so we have to start from scratch and then you do a thing which is called gangbang a script which i'm always like can we start with can we can we say something else because it means the whole room writes it like a once so it's like a but it still ends up going it ends gangbang up a script, script. Mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. script ends up saying happy endings mm-hmm. episode four yeah oh two Written by Jackie Clark. Yeah. And even though everyone has gangbanged it. Yeah, it's still all say. everybody else's jizz is mm-hmm. all over it. Which is why we have to vote for Obama, because of those gangbang scripts. You know, a lot of unwanted pregnancies. Yes. And yeah. Gotta keep Which abortion safe and legal. Sunday, <laughs> Sunday brunch, brunch abortions. abortions. Yeah. Um, now, Happy Endings has a different rhythm to other TV shows. Like, it's not set up punchline. There's, like, jokes within lines. Like, is that hard to, like figure out or do you just get used to it you get used to it i think it's it's kind of like uh, to me it's an easy show to write for like i don't think i'd be great on a different show like i yeah. think it's more my voice than not it's a, to me i like it but yeah it is definitely you mean you don't want to write on the middle <laughs> <laughs> i actually uh, uh, i actually like the middle more i think the middle gets a weird bad rap i think you know and it's not everyone it's like a patty Heaton. well because she's a horrible monster yeah, yeah. thank <laughs> you she's thank a horrible you. monster no she's a horrible horrible Republican. monster she's a Republican. And it's a shame because she's a great sitcom actor, and yeah. it, she she's terrible. The kids on the show are hilarious. Like they do like these funny storylines, but she is a hellish, hellish cunt. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's hard to take a job on the show. <laughs> Patricia Heaton is a hellish, no, hellish cunt. No, because I think she might Google it, and I know someone that that loves her and works closely with her. It's I think she's so talented, but yeah. she is just a dangerous viper. Yeah. Like I Thank just think you. she's I I do I think that and yeah. it's and she has taken this fight public. She's like tweeted shitty things. She's yeah. tweeted anti-gay things, and so it's like go fuck yourself. Yeah. You know, you're a funny woman. Don't piss off the gays, bitch. Like you're an idiot. Yeah. I you think it. it's hard to land a joke at the Gay and Lesbian Center for you yeah. now? Yeah, I know. Imagine fucking Oh my Patty god, Heaton I want to do Patty Heaton one night. Really? Yeah. You just made you just made Dennis so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Look, I want to do. Okay, this this happens on the comedy couch. Mm-hmm. Usually, it's me. It's always me that makes Dennis really uncomfortable, and that's what he does. And now. All six I'm of you got to see it. I'm connecting a lot of dots in the world. All like, six I'm doing of you got to dominoes see it. in my you head. You know what? I bet Hitler was like could tell a great story. Like it doesn't mean like I'm sure she's fine. Like I'm sure she makes a mean steak, but it's like I think that she has been very public about her opinion. So I don't yeah. feel bad, and I don't mean to make you uncomfortable. Oh no, it's not a big. Deal. I love it that you made it. Yeah. Yeah. But what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna get a bad like Dutch page boy wig, yeah. and I'm gonna have someone pull like wheel me out in a wheelbarrow full oh, of money. Let's <laughs> Let's blue sky, Let's blue sky this, this for a minute. Like yeah. 
And then what do you do? And you're wearing a swastika. And then I'm wearing a swastika on my face. Yeah. Um, now, Jackie yeah. Cock, you had a radio thing happen recently. I did. I was on This American Life. Yes. Tell us a little more yeah. about it. Right? Mm-hmm. It was wild. I had That's my... kind of like a lefty's big fucking major boner, it's right? It's kind of a like, big To get on yeah. NPR. It was pretty amazing. And I had to do like my NPR voice. I had to be like. You spoke soft. I had to speak soft. They kept saying like, try not to sell the story like try to just like tell the story and i was like well this is why i'm a comedian i don't like to feel emotions or realness but um (laughs) so that was tough no it was awesome it was it was really nice and they were amazing and it was a story about my dad when i was a little girl my mom passed away when i was little um married a woman he met in a mail order catalog and so literal catalog a literal catalog like this was it was like a you know, a brochure that we would get in the mail, and I yeah. remember. Was she Ching Chang? She was Filipino. Yeah. It so was yeah, the, the answer is yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> she was Ching Chang. I love. No, um, can people still uh, listen I to it? I support your father on that activity. Yeah. By the way, she was. And by the way, where's my goddamn catalog? <laughs> I think it's called, called Grinder. Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, um, that's called the available? international mail catalog. Yeah. Tony. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is it available online? It's online. If they go to This American Life and look for Jackie Clark. Yeah, I, th- I think the episode is called Imposters, and my section was uh, Act Three, and it's called um, Runaway Groom. Love it. Yeah, it was fun. It was cool. It was like a definitely a different a different way to tell a story, but I loved it. Yeah. Now you, when I first met you, you were doing this great thing in New York on stage, and then you did it here, the Showgirls. I love that show. Yeah. What was it? Was Showgirls the best movie ever made ever? And me and my good friend John Flynn, who actually who's who recommended me for This American Life, wrote this show where we were the like a husband and wife, but he was clearly gay as gay in real life. Um, where I was like a professor of like women's studies in film, and I was like doing a feminist. We were doing a feminist interpretation of Showgirls, how it was like the greatest feminist <laughs> film in the world. Yeah. And we were interviewed. That's kind of a that's kind of a tough argument to make. It's kind of a, yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah, no, it was insane. And we, like, interviewed a fake Joe Esterhaas. And has anyone read Hollywood Animal, his autobiography? I don't read books. Uh, well, <laughs> it, it's on audio tape. Yeah. But it's like a bunch of one-sentence paragraphs. So if you do, if you're ever like, I, I think I was it. given that as a birthday, but it's they're tremendous. the most random. Yeah, it's yeah. totally random. Yeah. Um, but he's also one of the, you know, we're writers, but he's also one of these guys that's just like, fuck everyone else. There can't be a film without the writer, and you kind of are like, good for you. You know, there's something kind of cute about that. But yeah, yeah we did like that. His moxie. His moxie. Yeah, yeah, he's good. But that show is super fun, and, and he's going fucking toe to toe with. Mel Gibson. I know. I kind of love that. I love it mm-hmm. so much. The internet makes every feud better. Yeah. Yeah. You know, doesn't it? Like it's now, so Now you're cool. a big tweeter. Mm-hmm. Have you ever gotten? In, has a tweet ever gotten you in trouble? Yes. I made a joke about like someone being like autistic and that like as a like and then someone was like my son's autistic and I was like wow I wasn't yeah but my joke is still funny yeah and I was like I I'm sorry your son's autistic and I you know and I'll I I really apologize but I was like it was meant as a joke and I didn't mean any harm by it but that's kind of the only one I feel like yeah. although I did tweet when Michael Jackson was just having a heart attack and hadn't died yet. I did tweet that. Um, I love this already. He <laughs> was like, <laughs> I remember because I was at the gym and I saw it on the news and I was like, I got to tweet this. And I was like, oh, wow, I guess little kid semen is a lot higher in cholesterol than we thought. That's hilarious. <laughs> that is hilarious. I'll say it. 
I will stand up and say it. Dennis, it's you're wrong joke. for cowering. It's a great joke. It's hilarious. No, I'm doing the math in my head going, but little kids don't have semen. <laughs> His do. It's called Jesus juice. Okay. I'm with you. But, uh, but yeah. I'm in a Twitter like, war. And then people were mad because he died. I was like, I think we're getting mad about, because then he died hours yeah. later. Yeah. Because of your tweet. Because of my tweet, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm in a Twitter war literally right now at this minute. With who? With someone. Riverside? His No, this is someone who's, I think it's Twitter name is like Hot Ginger. Or it's something Ginger. I bet he's Ginger, but net hat. <laughs> he's, he's, he's British, mm-hmm. and, but he's something Please be Ginger Prince Harry. on Please Twitter. Be Prince Harry. Please be Prince Harry. And he tweeted that during the um, closing ceremonies, <clears throat> Philly Ginger. Philly Ginger. From Philadelphia. He's from Philly, so he's fat. He's Philly Ginger. And he tweeted that... (laughs) He's probably too many cheese sticks. Yeah. He doesn't understand Queen, and and Freddie Mercury gives him the creeps. And I was like, you're not allowed to say that, because Freddie Mercury is... Fucking awesome. Fucking awesome. And you need to show a little respect. And he wouldn't give you creeps. He would give you words. (laughs) Thank you, which is different than the creeps. sorry. I'm just trying to annoy you now. (laughs) I I am. I'm just trying to get you red. awesome. And look what it is. Tony makes me do bad things. I'm like a terrorist alert then. (laughs) He's a nice shade of scarlet. And so I said, Philly, Philly Ginger's cute, right? And I said, hey, Philly Ginger, um, so you hate. Freddie Mercury. Um, okay, no problem. He gives you the creeps. Got it. So then you hate Adam Lambert too, right? Mm. Hashtag same shit, different queen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Am I right? Mm-hmm. And then he responded, ha, 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 agreed. You know, and he, so we're, we've made up. So the point is I can still take his ass, Jerry. Um, <laughs> although if your name is Philly Ginger, I Philly Ginger, your ass, Jerry, is, is a long gone. Yeah, yeah. it's gone. It's long gone. gone. It's now, like, speaking of glam rockers, yeah. have you guys ever heard of a rocker named Joe Bryath? No music act. I saw a documentary, and this is a little dry, but we'll hit it and move on. But it was fascinating. It's a documentary called Joe Bryath AD. He came out in the early 70s, post-David Bowie. He was an openly gay glam rock star, and he was an amazingly wow. musical genius. Played the piano, beautiful right. makeup, glam. the whole thing. He was in hair, and that's where he came oh, from. Oh, wow. And they were going to make him the next big thing. Mm-hmm. And they had billboards in Times Square and all this stuff. He had two big albums, and he didn't go, end up going anywhere. But he was openly gay before any of them. When everyone else was like bisexual oh, or whatever, yeah. mm-hmm. he was like, I'm gay the way James yeah. Brown is black. Mm-hmm. Like, he was openly gay. And he had this fascinating um, manager who they interviewed for the thing. Um, and because Joe Bryath had died, he ended up doing piano bars in the 80s. Oh, wow. And he was one of the first people to get AIDS and die. What? And, um, who saw that coming? It was just an amazing story about this yeah. person. Is that it I've on never Netflix? No, it's just out. And he's starting to hit Did the Did you see it in Outfest? I, it was in Outfest and then it was playing at Cine Family. So I saw it after Outfest. But oh, I that's met so the guy cool. at Outfest. Fascinating. No one, I'd never I heard of it. Joe Bryath, anybody? No. no. I'm fascinated, yeah. I, uh, a gay pioneer. I'm going to ask him because he's a big music guy. Yeah. I'm going to bring things down for a minute. Sure. And you know, I don't like to do this. But, Why not? Uh, Joan Rivers is in love with Jackie Clark. OMG, I tell me more. She, you know she loves I know, me. no, she's been she, so kind to me. Jackie Clark has been writing uh, just jokes for the fashion police that maybe Joan Rivers has been saying. Possibly. It's the best. I mean, I know you guys talk and a lot about that, but that's the coolest thing is when you 
have like that happen. It's no, the it's coolest thing. It's, it's the craziest. Yeah, it's amazing. And then what happens is everyone in your life emails you or tweets you or texts you every Friday and mm-hmm. goes, oh my God, that was totally your joke. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I had nothing to do with that. Yeah, joke. of course. But, yeah, yeah but exactly. Um, and Joan Rivers has a very firm policy that all of the writers, there's not that many, but all the writers for Fashion Police have to be there at the house. She throws a big meal for us. She feeds us more than we deserve to eat the night before the show every Mm -hmm. week. And we go over all the jokes and put everything in, you know, and Joan just loves it. And she's in her element and she's taking everyone's ideas and she's changing things. And she's a long meeting. It's like an eight hour. It's an eight hour meeting and she's in it the whole time. And she fucking loves it. And, um, the only exception she's ever made is for Jackie Clark. That when you true. got the job on Happy Ending, mm-hmm. she said, well, Jackie can just email because her jokes are so good. I don't even care. She can just email, which is in and of itself, it's huge because Joan makes us all sit in the same chairs every single week. Mm-hmm. She don't like changes. No. Unless they're on her face. Mm-hmm. And she don't like changes. <laughs> and so she likes things to be the same. And then now you're you're busy blue skying and gang banging and blue you, sky you can't and bang be a part bang. of the mm-hmm. fashion police family. We've aborted you. She's so uh, nice. Joan Rivers aborted you like a she bunch. aborted me. Yeah, exactly. But she, I want you to know she loves you and she mentions you oh and my she God. misses you and I just want you to get a big round of applause from six people. Oh, Jackie, yes. so gentlemen. nice. Well, she's a gem and it's like something that you guys talk about a lot, but um, my nephew, who's 14 years old and um, wants to be a fashion designer, came, he came and visited me in March and I was like, Troy, what do you want to do uh, while you're in LA? And he goes, I want to meet Joan. Period. Not Rivers. Period. I want to yes. meet Joan. So uh, you guys were nice enough to host this. You probably this. think, oh, if you say I want to meet Joan Rivers, you might be gay. Yeah. If you say I want to meet Joan, <laughs> you're a full-blown faggot. Like, right? I yeah. think we all... So sweet. And he came to He's the show. He's the best kid. And we, and, and we don't let people under 18 come to the tapings, but we made an exception for him. He was so nice. It, it was a, just He's the already best. a jaded little 14-year-old yeah. with a cigarette oh, hanging out of his mouth. Do you know what I mean? He's like, he I'm still a- here. And I'm like, yeah. you're not still here. He's you're 14. Yeah. 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 He's but he, designed, he designed a thing. He designed this dress made out of plastic spoons that he showed Joan. And she was like, email it to me and I'm going to tweet it. And then she fucking did. She and it made his, his day. And he was like, and the said, cutest. "This is my favorite new designer, so and so." Like it was the coolest. and like just like like was so cool with him and like talked to him. and Was like, "You keep that dress." Like it's like if Yves Saint Laurent had his first design, and it was just like, what a cool thing for a kid to be like spoken to so seriously by this icon. And so yeah, that was like, and I like my whole family was like, everyone loves her, obviously, but it's like when you see that side of her, I think is so incredible. People, it's so funny. People think of her as this venomous mm-hmm. snake Kinda. that's just so mean all the time. And mm-hmm. I go, the only way that she can be that mean all the time on stage is because off stage, she's such a sweet kitten. She's all of the so... truly mean ones uh, die pretty young. Like yeah. it just, it's just how your body works. It right. seems like you know. And no, she's like the kindest, and it's awesome. It's such a, it's such a neat gig. You yeah. know, it's like everyone is so nice, and everyone. And so didn't you supportive. say she wrote you a? Note? She wrote me a handwritten note. Did she? Handwritten yes, handwritten. And she wrote the address. She wrote the address. She wrote the address. And it's like a weird, because I was like, I have to frame this, of course. But I have to get it framed because it's a non-traditional size. Her stationery was really nice. Like, yeah. it was like, oh, this is really nice. What did it say? What was it about? That's the thing you forget about, Jonah. She's like, she's not rich. She's 
rich. Yeah, yeah, like, she's yeah, rich. Yeah, the stationery is custom made. Some it's size gorgeous. you can't put in a fucking picture frame. Yeah, no, it's yeah. gorgeous. It was just like a very, you know, we miss you. I, you know, you're welcome back anytime. I, I hope you're doing it. great. It was the best thing. Yeah, I carry it around with me. <laughs> I it's so cute. Yeah, I have she to. She wishes get a you had cervical cancer. You know, she says that. <laughs> but that's just because she misses that's you. That's just because she I misses me. I think it's a compliment. We used to wear. Yeah, we all do weird women. things. Don't you say that? Oh, it's like a thing women do. Yeah. You guys don't know about it. You always yeah. wish cervical we cancer. We do book clubs. Yeah. We do cervical <laughs> cancer. We do periods. You know, yes. all that stuff. Yeah. All that stuff. Lady stuff. Yeah. So great. Lady stuff. No, it's great. That's very sweet of you to bring up. No, no I just want you to know it, and I want all the couch players to know it. She's the best. Yeah, she loves you It's so, so crazy, though, that what you had mentioned last week, that she is 13 years older than Liza. Older than Liza. And you would think that Liza was her grandmother i saw liza free in coney island <laughs> they have like this little like uh, like a theater down by the beach like a um open air theater like a hollywood bowl type but yeah. they do like these things in new york where it's like you know seaside concerts and i like took the train down when i lived in new york and saw liza but she was mo- a little more ambulatory like she was moving around a little bit more the, yeah. the chair dancing sounds a little sad to me it was a little Bazonkers. But see, I want all my old performers to be like Jane Fonda, where they turn a certain age and they really reflect and they cut the shit and they start telling you the truth about stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They get really, um, their spirit becomes really warm and gracious mm-hmm. and savvy and like. Totally. But Liza's kind of like, you know what? I'm, I, I'm, I'm sticking to this shtick. It ain't bro- I I'm, like, I'm yeah, gonna, it's kind Now of you're a caricature. No, it's kind yeah. of. Yeah, she's kind of a hack. It's like it's I, a little I got bit, this like, 18 minutes and I've been doing it for 45 years a and I still bit. do the same 18 minutes and it's like yeah. they liked it in Poughkeepsie I like well it's, it's like Hollywood Bowl give me something else she did else. a cover of The Advocate uh, a couple years ago and I one of my favorite journalists did the interview and they he tried to really get her to think about mm-hmm. her mother and the connection with gays and what does, was it and she was like I'm not gonna go I'm not going yeah to. she's not but that's how she it. survived I think yeah you know I Nile? think yeah yeah yeah, I think it. I remember hearing this thing like where this like woman didn't change her uh, oil in her car for like twenty years, and the car was like working, and then she changed the oil and the car fell apart. And I was like, "And you that think that's Liza Minnelli?" I think it is. Yeah, yeah. If you, yeah. <laughs> if you had, I'm so confused yeah, right now. Yeah. If you had seen the show that I saw and Todd saw, that <laughs> metaphor makes absolute perfect sense. She's just cruising on that 40-year-old oil, and if you change it, she will drop the fuck dead. Like, she will, right? You know, like, and you felt like she, you know, Marvin Hamless had recently passed away, and she'd worked yeah. with him a lot, and she did mention him and told little stories, but you wanted it to cut deeper. You wanted her to, the thing was called... Marvin likes salary. Let's do the next song. Yeah. <laughs> you do imagine all of her stories are about doing a really long line yeah, exactly. in the bathroom. I took a big coke shit at Hamish's. Where? New York, New York! <laughs> 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 she's not. Get, she's not gonna pull a Fonda, and I no. want them all. I want her to pull a Fonda. What about Fonda Jane Fonda is a machine now. Yeah, I'm in love with Jane Fonda on the, on the new because she's never had more than like three lines. Those. There My Tebow has decided like, I don't watch that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Really? You she had a powerhouse it. episode. I, it's it's very. I don't go to church, but I like. But I, like I go it. to I, every Sunday. I go to the newsroom to get my preaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. Preach- I mean, I liked it. I just. I agree with everything he's saying, but it is the fucking preachiest. It's preaching. Preachy. Like mm-hmm. literally, 
people that handle serpents at their congregation are like, that shit's preaching. That's yeah. preaching. Yeah. But I'm still like totally on board with it. But yeah. I, yeah. I like to watch it. It's so I funny. like the soft lighting he uses. Yeah. I, I do. It's like that party of five lighting. Everyone looks so good in that. Like that morning lighting. Well, you got Jeff Daniels and that girl with the square face. So, Wait, which one's the square face? Emily Mortimer? No, Emily not Mortimer. Emily, the young one. That Allison Pill? They're both supposed to be in love mm-hmm. with, and I'm like, mm-mm. Yeah, I don't think so. She's annoying, but I love Jim as my favorite character. Now, I'm curious as a woman and as someone in comedy what you think of girls. Have you watched girls? I like girls. Yeah, I'm into, I mean, I... I I hate anything that gets kind of... I mean, I, I liked it. I thought it was like... It's, to me, it's a kind of a guilty pleasure. And I think she's tremendously talented. Yeah. Um, and I, I think she can really write for herself. Some of the other characters, I think, maybe are a little underwritten. I like Shoshana. I think she's great. I think she's great. And then that guy is so amazing. Her boyfriend. Yeah, he's hot. Just, he's so mean. It's so... He's, he's so... Really, but it's really so... You're mean. like, oh, I can't why you want to have sex with a guy that's super mean to you. And I just hate... Like, it was like, this show is so white. I'm like, you know what else is white? Like yeah. literally every other yeah. every other show. And why is this like twenty six year old girl being like? I guess right. I'll shoulder this. And it's her she fault. seems so game and like takes everything so seriously. Yeah, what other show on HBO? Yeah, her network. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. Trem? Yeah. They tried. Um. Yeah. They, it's like yeah, yeah. That's probably it. But it's crazy. I have a friend that said like I've never seen anyone have that relationship to their own fat before, which I thought was like a really interesting because I think it's interesting her new because it's not yeah. like sexy no it's just there it is it's just there it sort of makes a lot of other things seem bullshitty yeah like it's sort of like when you look at something next to girls you're like oh wow they're not going for it yeah it seems you know i yeah. i think it's i like it i think it, i'm excited i want to see the next yeah. season now were you guys were you nominated for any no no one was nominated that's it. But, but the cool thing is is that like the a lot of the actors or a few of the actors were in the conversation of people that were missed in the Emmys. Yeah. Emmys, I think, are kind of that like. What's that like when you work on a network show? There must be a pressure to like. I think there's a. Pre- I think we're in this situation where happy endings is like critically people like it, but we're still kind of under the radar, and still a lot of people don't this know is we the exist. End of your second season, you're going into your third. Going into our the third first season, season, the numbers were really low. Well, the first right? season it was like a mid-season replacement that they but did. Yet the critics immediately really liked it. I think right? they liked it. Yeah, I think they liked it, and it was one of those shows no one knew would get a second season and then when it did and, and I think the second you. season they got me and I changed everything no yeah. I was a staff writer I I, I just gang banged I, it. I gang banged it um but I think it found its footing too because I think it's tough where you're like when you're in regular tv production you're like filming episodes and airing them at the same time so you are getting like a little bit of almost feedback you know so you can like or you're seeing the episodes and you're going, oh, this is this is working, this isn't. When you just make them all and then put them in the can and like show them like six months later, I think that's got to be pretty weird. But this is my this is always the question I go to: what sitcom was a hit in its first two episodes? Like, isn't the whole point of a sitcom yeah. that you get to know these people? I think New Girl was a hit. I think Fox does a really good job of promoting things. Become charming and yeah. their language that they speak becomes real like you know what i mean if you go back and watch i don't know i love lucy or the honeymooners would you the first three episodes would it have gotten canceled today do you know yeah, what i mean yeah, like, no. it's, it's such depends. a bullshitty thing it's not like a drama where you go i told like the fucking what is it the good wife mm-hmm. yes her husband is a senator cheated on her mm-hmm. i totally get who this woman is i'm in this i'm yeah. in this fucking story a sitcom is in the same way and pilots if there's are any so kind weird of realness to it 
it needs you need a few hours to get in the rhythm of these people. I agree. The way I speak with my friends yeah. is different than. And that's what you ultimately want with a sitcom is to feel like you're like the other person in this like in the friendship, this intimate yes. thing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's a good question. I think pilots are weird, too, because you're basically setting up a story. You're going to tell the rest of the series, but you're spending the entire pilot setting that up. So you're like, who gives a shit? Just start with the first thing, you know? I feel like a pilot is just to please a bunch of network executives to go, look, we've got an Asian girl. And then, look, we've got this other character, and he used to drink, and now he's sober. And then we've got this character. Like, yeah, I've never like been on that side of it. just mm-hmm. about pleasing all the notes. I think givers. there's a lot of, yeah. No, and I think that's one of the things that our show had um going for it is no one really cared about it so there weren't a ton of notes so i think that those tend to have like a little bit more of a vision and or it's easier to execute that have you ever taken something from your own life and pitched it as a plot point and have it end up on the episode um yeah like when you were in that thruple i was my, um is it, is it, you're so into the thruple that yeah. you talked about last week Two weeks um ago. i can't let wow, it go you're still holding on to that <laughs> all these many days later doesn't showtime have a thing God, about I like smell like george katsiopoulos he by the way and that was a week ago adorable yeah he is so adorable yeah. it's kind He's of a problem it is it's a lot to do um yeah, I've definitely pitched a bunch of stuff. I'm trying to remember like what has I remember, <laughs> I pitched this thing that sort of ended up it had a different iteration, but that um like I love like cute sneakers, but all like the cute lesbians only wear cute sneakers. So I pitched that like Penny got a pair of sneakers and everyone thought she was a lesbian. <laughs> Is that, did it happen? It ended up in a different thing where um, uh, Alex's character is pretending to be a lesbian, but the only lesbian she knows is Ellen, so she's just doing an Ellen impression the entire time. <laughs> that is so much funnier than your idea. No, I'm yeah, just it, is. it is. That's why we need to gangbang it. That's amazing. <laughs> now, how are, how are we in the theater? We, we need to, to wrap it up. We need to we wrap it up. Losing, you know what, Dennis? We have a hard out. We have a hard we out. We have a hard out. Two weeks this was so row. delightful. Thank you so much. Thank you Jackie for Clark, being you're here. a delight. How can Thank people you. follow you? I'm on Twitter, at Jackie Clark. Um, you're I, newly married to a man I'm newly married, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who can't possibly deserve you. No, absolutely. No, I don't deserve him. He's wonderful. He's the best. He's a real cutie. You can see all the pictures of the food he makes me. Oh, I remember tweeting some, like, he had made, like, a ham with deviled eggs and, like, potatoes, and Tony just tweeted back, you were so heterosexual. (laughs) A gay guy is never going to be like, oh, my new gay husband made me these fart ingredients. Like, that's never going to happen. We can't fuck in the ass for two days because of what my husband made me. That's never going to happen. That's never going to happen. It's delicious. You can't do shout a ham. Yeah. That should be the name of this episode. You can't do shout a ham. I know. We've had so many good names for this episode. So many. Um, I want to plug the 30th anniversary season of the Celebration Theater, which starts in September on the 21st with the world premiere of a musical called Just in Love. Mm-hmm. Imagine if the world's biggest movie star had a secret, and it's got all original Dennis, music. Imagine it. Imagine it. Imagine. And, uh, you won't have to if you go see it. It's That's at celebrationtheatre.com. Is it in London? No, I don't think so. I think it's here. It's a very British film. Yeah, I like it. So there's I that. Love the little celebration theater. It is the Truth Serum Theater. Yeah, it really is the Truth Serum Theater. Yeah, do you feel People like take... you said stuff tonight that you regret? 
No. Uh, well, you did. I, 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 well, you know what it is? Is making Dennis red is the cutest. It's most the funniest thing. Oh, I'm so glad. Am I that guy? I'm that guy. Aren't I've I? been doing it for almost. It'll be 20 it's years so in February. But you're so, so you're yes. the best guy in the world, and you're so nice. And when you get mad about someone, everyone's like, "Yes, this is so awesome." But it's like I hate Aisha Tyler now. Yeah, and you hate. I love her. I know. I love her too. Last week, but she's just going literally around. saying, "I live here," but I'm not going to give you my address. Ugh. I love that you were like, "We're not going to go." Over there and rape you, and I'm oh, like, I Dennis, bet some of Dennis, those guys would. Me, what's your address? <laughs> what's my address? Yeah, uh, Hensley Dennis is my tweet, <laughs> but I at Hensley Dennis, but I don't tweet that much. No, you don't, because I was like, oh, I'll just go into Twitter and like retweet the yeah. thing for tonight, and I was yeah. like, the last time you tweeted was when you were in New York. Really? I gotta step it up. I don't. You I, Facebook a lot. You I can do connect Facebook them. More. Yeah, yeah, I gotta step it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. There's also Dr. Kiss, the world's greatest lip yeah, balm, right. and their brand new member of the family, yeah. Dr. Kiss Gloss, Gloss, which is just for you, Jackie. Oh, yeah. for ladies? You can yeah. get that at vanitymark.com. Is it just for people that hate Patricia Heaton, or can anyone wear it? <laughs> uh, that's that's a really complicated question. That's very complicated. Okay. Um, but we'll just say anyone can wear it. Okay. Does anyone want to go get dessert or anything? Or like... Yeah, somebody's in. See, okay. and you could come with us if you had come to our live podcast. That's right. But you didn't, so fuck you. That's right. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.